0: switched on on F104 and I'm joined by relationship coach Lisa McFarland. Hello. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you very much for chatting. So there was a lot of conversations around Bennifer or JLo and Ben yesterday after they had a little bit of an argument in public. But this is, I'm assuming, a quite normal thing to happen.
1: Yes, it's quite normal, I think. Um, first of all, I have a huge issue with the name. Mm-hmm. It's like they've into one person mm-hmm. that in itself is very worrying <laughs> worrying yeah um yeah i watched the little clip and it's it, it, surprising to me that they didn't know they were on camera that's mm-hmm. the first little bit and mm-hmm. um, that i'm just like mm. but um yeah arguments in public are quite tricky they make other people who are around feel very uncomfortable mm-hmm. Um. we also can just get into uh bad habit of treating the person who's meant to be the most special to us, who we do the most intimate acts with, the worst. Mm -hmm. So we get into a terrible habit of treating that person we're meant to love, the worst. Would we behave like that with a good friend? Would we behave like that with a family member? I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
0: Why do we do that?
1: We've seen it growing up. Mm -hmm. We've done it in previous relationships. We see it on the TV. We see Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck doing
0: it. Mm -hmm. We
1: think that it is normal. Is it healthy? I'm doubtful. I'm doubtful. I'm doubtful.
0: How do you, I suppose, not end up like J Lo and Ben? Like, how do you kind of get to a point where maybe you're out and you're not agreeing on where you want to go, who wants to be where? How do you get to that like white flag? I suppose.
1: Well, sometimes I tell my um, couples that when it gets a little bit intense, they can use like a code word like burnt toast or something (laughs) um, or lasagna or anything just to say, I need a minute. Mm. I just need a minute. I just need a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, I I just need a minute to uh, let the red mist. So the anger Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. let the red mist and the anger subside to actually feel the feelings under the red mist. So people might just need to go and have a little walk around the block. uh, Maybe just go and tidy up the kitchen or something or uh, go to the bath or something like that. They may just need a little minute to figure out, okay, what am I actually feeling under this rage? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's absolutely no problem saying to your person, can you give me a minute? And can we come back to this in half an hour?
0: Yeah, because I think we are actually all guilty of that where you're like, I want an answer right now, this second. And sure, that isn't always necessarily going to get the correct response or the response that you're looking for straight away if you're if you're pushing it.
1: I was actually listening to an interview today from the actress, you know, um, Emily in Paris? Yeah. That actress, and she was saying that in her current relationship, they've clearly done a lot of work mm-hmm. and they clearly have a good relationship coach. Um, And they were saying they use this tool. They're just like, We need to give each other a minute. We just Mm -hmm. need to give each other time to process our feelings and then come back and say our words to each other. And I always recommend to my couples to say, I feel sad. Mm -hmm. I feel taken for granted. I feel disrespected, whatever the I feel words are. So it's not you made me feel that you disrespected me. It's Mm -hmm. not like that. I This situation happened and this is how I feel. Because quite frankly, our person might not feel like that. Mm -hmm. The exact same situation could have happened to our person and they wouldn't feel undermined or sad or Mm -hmm. any of those things. Mm -hmm. And it's important to recognize that even though your person doesn't feel it, that we feel it and that should be important to both parties.
0: Absolutely. And I think, as you said, it can go missed maybe because they may necessarily have seen that as a problem whereas you are feeling it as a problem so
1: it's, they, it, and they it, may have gone up, yeah. up in a house that slamming doors was quite a normal thing mm, okay. but when a door gets slammed you know in your relationship when a door gets slammed you feel scared mm-hmm. you feel disrespected you feel undermined mm-hmm. and your person is like oh for goodness sake that was normal in my house well that's okay that, mm-hmm. that happened in your house but I don't like it And then when we're in loving, caring, respectful relationships, our person needs to hear that.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's creating that conversation, I suppose, within that relationship, really.
1: Mm -hmm. Another little tip I would give to my couples is come to your person and say, I need a safe place to land. I need to be able to share my feelings with you. Can I get a safe place to land? So that's your partner's uh, almost little uh, heads up Mm -hmm. that, okay. I'm ready. I'm going to show up here with my best self. I'm not going to show up as a toddler. I'm not going to show up as a teenager. Mm -hmm. Your person also has the right to say, can I finish this little job or can I finish this? And then I'll stick the kettle on and we will give each other a safe place to land.
0: We'll have a chat. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. And I suppose there's a lot of information and a lot of buzzwords going around regarding relationships. Is that helpful or do they like... Or is it unhelpful? Like, are we getting too much information now with social media and everything?
1: Well, I'm in the job of thinking it's very, very helpful. Anything <laughs> that we can educate ourselves in, because I didn't, I was in my relationship 25 years before I got any education on how to do a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. The first time that um, we went to our coach, I just kept saying in the car, how did we get this far? How <laughs> have we even got this far without mm-hmm. knowing these things? You know, I was just fascinated. So where we so where I recommend people start is things like their love language test, mm-hmm. their attachment style test, and their argument style test. Those are three three tests that are free online. You just go in, put them in, you do them. They're they're not <laughs> set in stone. You can maybe do a test and think, no, I don't think that is true for me. That's fine, but it's a starting point and it's a talking point. It's where we need to be able to talk to our person about. Even the questions that are in the tests are mm-hmm. good places to start talking to your person about.
0: Yeah, because there are things you don't, you wouldn't even twig as a question or a topic to talk about. So it is a good, as you say, conversation starter.
1: I think in the love language tests, one of the one of the questions is, would you like your person to empty the dishwasher or bring you flowers? <laughs> and maybe your person. Years ago, would have said, "Bring me flowers," Mm -hmm. but maybe you have three children running around your ankles now, and you're Mm -hmm. like, "Empty the dishwasher.
0: (laughs) Just help me out a bit. (laughs) Help
1: me out here. You know, it's just they're really conversation pieces. The attachment style one is really good as well because when our job, I believe, is to become the most secure version of ourselves, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But then when we get into conflict, we tend to default to that." less secure version, which seems to be either anxious or avoidant. Mm-hmm. We've maybe grown up in a home that our feelings weren't validated, so we can become really anxious around feelings. we maybe grown up in a home where no one talked about feelings, so then you become very avoidant of feelings. And these are words that we can put in when we're in conflict, saying things like, I need to talk about this a little bit more because I'm really anxious it's going to happen again. Mm
0: -hmm. And our
1: person can say, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to avoid this whole subject. Where can we meet each other? Where can we meet each other?
0: Is it possible to find, I suppose, a way back to that line to, you know, having that conversation? Because I suppose if you're an avoidant, you're going to run, like you're going to try and get Mm -hmm. out of it.
1: So I don't know, Bernie Brown would talk about all the best conversations happen in vulnerability Mm. and people who are avoidant, they just are so scared of that vulnerability piece. And vulnerability is scary and stepping into that vulnerability is scary, but the best relationships live in vulnerability. That's where the best relationships live.
0: So it's a point of having to get to that point is is I suppose what all this helps with really, isn't it? All of this
1: helps with, all this helps with. And throwing in a good bucket load of humour also helps me.
0: <laughs> absolutely, I agree with that one for sure. Do we... And having
1: a bit of a, sometimes having a laugh at ourselves, like sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'm totally anxious about this for absolutely no reason mm-hmm, at all. Mm-hmm. I can see that now, but can we please do something that helps my anxious attachment style right now.
0: <laughs> have we got better at communicating? I feel like maybe we have. Like now that we're aware of all these different kinds of people, I suppose.
1: Well, I'm in my 50s now. And I definitely, my, we've come on leaps and bounds since mm. I was in my 30s. You know, mm. I mean, this is on the radio, for goodness sake. You know, that, that, that's the yeah. start, you know. All these things. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I would nearly call it mainstream now, which is brilliant.
0: It's really good. And I suppose like that, it's going to start a conversation or maybe edge someone someone towards the point of, you know, even if they're single, to help themselves. Maybe they're coming to a point where they're just like, OK, maybe it's, it's maybe me. Maybe there's something I can do to help me to get into a relationship, perhaps.
1: I think repeating and repeating and repeating the same mistakes, the same argument style, the same programming over and over again I think we all get to a stage where we go okay this is not working Mm -hmm. I need to reprogram I need to do something different it was Einstein that said that repeating and repeating repeating something and expecting a different outcome is the first sign of insanity but we we, we seem to do that plenty in relationships we Mm -hmm. seem to repeat 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 the same argument style Mm -hmm. or conflict style so I think when we get a little bit of awareness about that we can say right something has to change here We can change this. We can pick a different program. Mm
0: -hmm. And there's ways to do that, which is the nice thing. There is ways to do that. Yeah, There
1: is ways to do that, yeah. So if people
0: wanted more information, where's the best place they can find you?
1: Follow me on Instagram, relationship.coaching.ni, or my website is relationshipcoach.com, and I give out tons of free stuff on Instagram all the time. I have my own little quizzes. I do talks, and they're recorded on there. I do all sorts of different posts on there, all those sort of things. And then, obviously, I coach couples. (laughs) I also have a members platform where you can ask me questions on there, and I do little other videos but yeah, that's where I am. And that's how I that's how I created my business during lockdown.
0: Excellent. Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us.
1: Thank you for having me.